Hey, how you doing, Ignite City? Hey, I'm in Second uh, Timothy chapter one right now, and uh, I'm reading, um, I'm reading kind of verse eight through fourteen, which is pretty powerful stuff. Uh, but especially when you get down to verse twelve. But I'll start in verse eight, um, where remember this is his pretty much the last letter that we know of, um, where he's writing to Timothy before Paul would be uh, beheaded because he loved Jesus. In verse 8, actually go to verse 6, he says, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me as prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Now stop there for just a second. Friends, there is suffering that comes with believing in and sharing the gospel, the good news of what it is that God has done for us through Christ. Verse 9, who saved us, and this is, he's kind of summarizing the gospel, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Friends, that should blow our minds that we are in right relationship with God, then we're, then we're also given this holy calling, and none of it's by works. It's all by his purpose and his grace, and all of that was given to us because of Jesus before the ages began. He does not leave it to chance with us, friends. He has a plan and a purpose, and he knows why and what he's doing. Verse 10, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher. He's like, this is my appointment. This is part of my purpose. Part of my purpose is that I am a preacher and I'm a preacher of the gospel. I'm an apostle, one who has sent for the gospel. I'm a teacher of the gospel. And he says, which is why I suffer as I do. He suffer Again, it's mentioned, it's connected. So you have suffering up in verse 8. You also have the, the idea of suffer here in verse 12. And it's all because of the gospel. But, and here's the thing, because here he is saying, I'm suffering because of the gospel. I'm in prison because, I'm in, because of the gospel. He says, but I am not ashamed. And here's the reason, friends. This hit me so hard. For I know whom I have believed. I love that. The reason he's not ashamed, it's not because of what he believed. It wasn't because he had this, these convictions about all these truths about the gospel. And I mean, yes, all those things are important. So whenever you hear someone say, doctrine doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's just God talking to me. Or um, it does, I mean, theology is not important so long as you love. Anybody that says that, has this really small view of God. Guys, we can't love correctly unless we know God. We need to have cor- per, I'm sorry, correct and proper understanding of who God is. We need to know the truth of who God is. So looking at the pages of Scripture from Genesis to Revelation, looking at what God is like and who God is, so that we can actually live how God wants us to live. We cannot say, I'm just going to love people, if we don't love people based upon what God says love is, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we need to know what he's like uh, and what he's about. 
And so, but notice in verse 12, but he says, but I am not ashamed for what I, I'm sorry, for I know what I have believed. It doesn't say that. It says, but I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed. The reason that Paul was not ashamed of the fact that he was suffering for the gospel and the reason he was not ashamed of the gospel was because of the Jesus of the gospel. It was about the person of Jesus. It wasn't just about convictions, about belief. It was about the person of Christ. And he continues, And I am convinced that he, speaking of Jesus, is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So you see that first phrase in verse 12, entrusted to me. Uh, Paul then speaks to Timothy, which has been entrusted to you, the good deposit, which has been entrusted to you. What I believe that is, I believe he's going back to the gospel. Friends, we have been entrusted with the gospel. And in order for us to guard the gospel that we've been entrusted with, we need to know the gospel. We do not get to make it up. How do we know the gospel well? We spend time with God in his word. We allow the Holy Spirit to teach us the things that the scriptures teach so we have the foundation of truth, that we know what the gospel is because we've been entrusted with that gospel to share it with other people. So if all of a sudden I then decide that the gospel is this, that God loves you and has a plan for your life, that is a limited view and explanation of the gospel. And when it's not the total explanation of the gospel, I'm not proclaiming the truth of the gospel. But when I look at the truth of the gospel, that I, I'm a sinner, I was conceived into sin, there's nothing that I can do to make myself right with God. That from cover to cover, I see the message of, I see the message of the scriptures as God with us, that we might be with him. But what has to happen in order for, in order for that to be the reality that we live in, God with us, that we might live with him is I need, to, I need to recognize, confess, and repent from my sin. I need, to, I need to know. I mean, I have to know. I am a sinner to the core, and I can't save myself. I can't make myself right with God. I can't do enough good things to make myself right with God. But before the ages began, that God had set us apart, that God had called us, even, I mean, that, that coincides... Well, when you when you look at what it what it said there when it was mentioned before that before the ages began in verse nine, it coincides with what he said to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter one, I think it's verse four, that before the foundation of the world you were chosen in him. These things came because of like our coming to Christ be, they they came into being. My knowing Jesus came to happen because it was in the plan of God before time began. It is mind-blowing when you stop and go, wait, from, by grace through faith, from grace to grace, from faith for faith, it starts with God, it ends with God, that Jesus is the author of my faith, he's the perfecter of my faith, according to the writer of Hebrews. Friends, when we grasp that, and I can't make myself right with God, so what did he do? He came for me. And what I was supposed to pay because of my sin, Jesus paid. All the Old Testament sacrifices that were offered were because of the sin of the people, there had to be a shedding of blood. And yet the writer of Hebrews would tell us that it is impossible for the blood of blood of bulls or goats to bring forgiveness of sin. Those were pictures of what Jesus would come as the ultimate lamb of God who would take away the sin of the world. And so friends, Jesus came and took our place. 
He went to a cross because of us and for us by the grace of God, because Jesus loves us so much that he wanted to do that. He wanted to pay for the sin of the world, and he wanted to make an he wanted to make an, an opportunity. He wanted to he wanted to do whatever. So let me say it this way: He wanted to do everything necessary to bring us into relationship with Himself. That relationship that He chose us before time began, before the foundations of the world. Friends, God is amazing. God is so incredible, and that message of the gospel has been entrusted to us. And so I have to I have to I have to approach that that word entrusted and I'm called to guard. I'm called to guard and I'm called to guard the gospel that I've been entrusted with. I guard it means a sense of humility. I can't believe God that you would allow me to tell other people about the beauty of the gospel and that they can that they can be seen as holy before you because of what Jesus did, and that they can surrender to the Lordship of Jesus. And when they commit to following you, that you give them the gift of salvation, and all of that comes together at the same moment, and dwell, and then you indwell them, Holy Spirit, until we get to see you face to face. And then we get to live this life of purpose and calling. We get to meet needs of people and care for people and introduce people to Jesus and his gospel, because we're not ashamed of whom we have believed in. Not just what we believe. Friends, we're, we're convinced and we're not ashamed of whom we've believed. And the reason I can believe what the scriptures teach is because of who wrote it, of who God is and what it is that God did. But it's all based upon this intimate thing with Jesus. It's this intimate relationship with Jesus. That's why Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection of the dead. When he's sitting there going, I just want to know Christ, that word know is not just no information about, but it's to know him by experience. I want to be so intimately I want to be so intimately close and connected to my Savior. I want to know in the high points, no, I want to know Christ, the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship, the low points, the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Like if I get to one day die because of my relationship with Jesus, it's like he's worth it. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. And I'm convinced of what it is that he said because I'm not ashamed of Jesus, of what, of who Jesus is. So my friends, I hope this is an encouragement. Man, may we all be just about Jesus. And may we study the scriptures and spend time with God in the scriptures that we could know God better and then live lives of faith because of who Jesus is and trust him with the outcome of our faith, whatever that looks like. Friends, love you more than you know. Hope you have a good one. We'll see you. Bye-bye.